Well, howdy, everyone. Alexis Brooks here from Higher Journeys, back with another episode of Conscious Commentary. Before I get started, I want to shout out to the journeyers out there uh, for their kind notes uh, about my little hiatus off for two weeks, and then poof, I'm back. <laughs> and I got some wonderful messages from uh, from quite a few of you saying, welcome back, Alexis. So it's just good to be wanted and needed. So <laughs> I thank you so much for that. Okay, we're back. Uh, we're back in full swing here, and uh, I, never shortage of stories. Uh, today is no exception. So I, I, I want to share. I want to get right into this and share a story with you uh, that, like so many of my own little anecdotes, my own little life experiences, turn into what may be well a message, uh, not only for me but perhaps for for all of you out there. Uh, I'm going to get right into this uh, very interesting term I'm going to use. I'm going to call this retro synchronicity. Retro synchronicity. Have you ever heard that term? I hadn't at all. In fact, I did a little Google search as my sort of go-to on what's out there or not. To, to look up to see if that is a term that had ever been used. And lo and behold, I found nothing. So I don't know, maybe one day I can uh, take credit for coining the term. Maybe not. It doesn't matter. Nonetheless, this is what I want to talk about today, because I do believe there is such a thing as retrosynchronicity. I actually had run this by a colleague of mine to first see if he had ever heard the term. And then when I described what I'm about to describe to you, I asked him if, would you could you roughly put that this story into a retro synchronistic scenario? Let's first talk about what a synchronicity is in the most basic sense. And I'm sure many of you know, I love talking about this subject, because it's something that is indeed prevalent uh, everywhere for everyone at some point, where we think of a friend uh, that we haven't talked to in a long time, and then we hear from them, that would probably be the most classic uh, instance of synchronicity. There are a myriad of them. Of course, numbers being uh, prominent these days, it seems, particularly 11-11, etc. Synchronicity. When you are thinking of something and then something else happens that coincides with what you were thinking, that clearly has uh, implication for you, meaning for you, as Young said, who coined the term synchronicity, uh, basically a meaningful coincidence. Okay, so we all know, all of you guys out there know what a synchronicity is, and I'm sure all of you have had them, maybe many. Uh, but what is a retro synchronicity? And I had to really think about this, and I'm, I, I still haven't quite anchored how I would define it, but here's, here's how I'm going to, off the cuff, define it for you. Uh, when you think of a synchronicity as something that's happening concurrent with the other thing that has meaning. The two happen simultaneously, or at least in close proximity from a time standpoint. But when a retrosynchronicity, what I'm going to call a retrosynchronicity occurs, I would say that this is something that one part of the synchronicity, because it's typically two, sometimes more events that coincide to bring meaning. Uh, in a retro sense, I would term it as one of the messages uh, happens in in the past, 
It could be earlier in the day. It could be yesterday. It could be years prior to the other event that brings, bringing the two together brings meaning. This is kind of difficult. I'm t- I have to tell you, I'm struggling with how to explain this. But, you know, let me get into the story of where where this is coming from for me, and then maybe it'll make more sense to you. So without further ado, here goes. Okay. And I'm trying to think if I want to, because there's there's another, there's another, there's so many points I want to bring out in this. Um, let's do this first. I want to hang on for a minute, because I want to read a message to you, a uh, very, very succinct message, very cogent from my colleague and dear friend PMH Atwater, who you hear me mention her quite frequently. She is renowned in the in the fields of near death study. She's she's known for that, but she also delves into other very sort of uh, uh, subterranean <laughs> topics uh, that that are roughly within the consciousness metaphysical arena. She has a great newsletter that I'm going to uh, make sure to have a link to for you all to go to. She has one of the best monthly newsletters uh, I've ever seen, by the way, you know, how you get bombarded with newsletters. And no, hers is great. Anyway, let me not digress too much. She put out a newsletter back in July, I believe it was her July newsletter in which she talked about uh, what she's calling a retrograde storm. Now you're going to find out why uh, I'm bringing this up uh, together with my retro synchronicity. There's a little hint right there. I want to read something for you. This is going to set the stage, I think, quite well that she put out. (laughs) And I have to tell you, when I read it, I I cringed. I went, oh, my God, this is going to be topsy-turvy. She talks about this retrograde storm, um, which she describes as an unusual number of planets all going retrograde at the same time. I'm trying to figure out where I want to start reading this. Let's begin at the beginning. She goes, it's here now, meaning the retrograde storm began on June 26th, and it ends September 6th, right about where we are right now. She says, August could well be the most challenging month, especially August 7th through the 19th. Uh, First, let's talk about what is meant by retrograde motion. She says, watching planets in their orbit, there is a time when each of them appears to be going backwards. Not true. It's just an optical illusion caused by the energetic interplay between that planet and Earth. Retrograde periods can be charted, are normal, and last for differing differing periods of time. What has been noted, however, with citizens of planet Earth is that we tend to act, think, and have our being a little differently when retrogrades occur. And that's because retrograde motion means interdirected, not outside activity, but inner activity. She says, that's it, no magic. Now I'm going to jump to where she really gets to the juice on this retrograde storm and what the implications are. She says, uh, pertaining to the storm, she says, when I say unusual, I mean it. Throughout the entire time frame mentioned, that would be, again, beginning June 26th, ending September 6th, uh, at least five planets will be in retrograde motion. Well, she says between August 7th and August 19th. Oh, yes, five planets will be in retrograde motion for that entire time period from June through September 6th. And then between August 7th and August 19th, there will be six. Obviously, we've passed that. She says, this is unheard of in modern times. She says, now hold on tight for this one. We start out with Mars, which 
uh, represents vital energy, drive, the will to fight, explore, argue. Jupiter, good luck, good fortune, expansion, freedom-loving, broad-minded. Saturn, the disciplinarian, work ethic, climbing corporate ladders, finishing what you start. Neptune, escapism, caring, dreaming, creativity, sex, worship, and Pluto, power, transformation, stellar rise or fall, a need to dominate, passionate, science. This lineup, she says, will alter. Some will stay in and others will leave. Mercury will join up later in July. And of course, this is what we're most familiar with when it comes to retrograde. All in all, she says, this chalks up to a crazy, unusual, frustrating, undependable, challenging, upside down summer with surprise after surprise, both good and bad, with one camp of ideas at total loggerheads with the other, as if we were all living on a Ferris wheel. Costs going up with nothing as it appears to be. Could be fights, unfortunate agreements, unreasonable disagreements. (laughs) She says, if you get frustrated, easily go fishing. Okay, I'm going to stop there. I think it goes on a little bit more, but I wanted to get that on the record because it will and as far as I'm concerned, does pertain uh, to the experience that I am now going to tell you about. Uh, Interestingly, (laughs) keep in mind that as I was reading this, uh, I I, I said, okay, Alexis, it's time to it's time to buckle up. And of course, you don't want to conjure any set of circumstances that are going to be uh, uh, tumultuous. But you know, I really, when 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 PMH makes a proclamation like that, and I'm sure she's not pulling it out of the ether, but rather from her own research, I listen, I listen, and, and I did sort of, you know, teeth clenched. Uh, I had a day, I've had quite a few, as a matter of fact, I don't know about you guys, but during this period, I would say between certainly uh, July, August, even more concentrated in August, has been a bit topsy-turvy. Some of the things she described, I have to say I was right in the middle of them and hopefully I'm uh, exiting (laughs) the the craziness shortly. Uh, I had a day and I cannot call the date off the top of my mind, but I can tell you, interestingly, it was between the period of August 7th and 19th, I am certain uh, that she mentioned to be the most challenging days, the 7th through the 19th. See if you can recall what happened to you guys between the 7th and the 19th. Anyway, on this particular day, I found myself not in the beginning of the day, but probably toward the middle in a very emotional state. I didn't know where it was coming from. I've had these before. Uh, I found myself to be quite weepy. The weeping turned into just straight up crying I still did not know exactly where it was coming from. I could not stop. This has happened to me before. I tend to be what is called empathic. I bet quite a few of you out there are as well. And I have to say that I don't necessarily wear that with a badge of honor, wear a badge of honor when it comes to describing myself as empathic. It just is what it is. And, uh, when I'm when I say empathic, I mean that I you know I could be picking up energy from what's going on outside my door, not realizing it. I, I've come to even ask myself, all right, Alexis, when I when I'm feeling a very distinct emotional state, is this mine or is it someone else's or some thing else picking up a sense of foreboding, whatever? 
On this particular day, however, I, I clearly didn't know where it was coming from. All I knew is I was in a state of complete meltdown. Really, doesn't happen to me that often to this extent. Anyway, I found myself doing a lot of crying. Uh, couldn't really get my anchor on that particular day. This, like I said, happened in the middle of the day. Now, let me exit that and move to a conversation that I had with a friend of mine about two days later, as I was explaining to this person, yeah, you know, a couple of days ago, I was really in a like a down state crying, I, I, I didn't know what was going on. And he proceeded to say that he was sort of feeling in that same mode and had, had talked to other people that were as well in the last week or so, very emotional, having a sense of foreboding, all sorts of extreme emotions. And so as I'm telling him the story about me a couple of days ago in this midday meltdown, maybe uh, later in the day, in fact, it was not necessarily midday, it was toward the, toward the end of the day, uh, I used an analogy, I, I recalled, I suddenly recalled a, a friend of mine who I haven't talked to for years, having a conversation with her, and she uh, as tends to be somewhat intuitive and insightful about these matters. And I, and I'll call her Liz, her name was Liz. And I remember telling her about 15 years ago, Liz, I, you know, this empathic state of mine, I really (laughs) can get to me at times. And I'll never forget, she said to me, Alexis, you are like a faucet. Uh, Let me just let me let me see if I can really recall what she says. She says, you have to be careful. You cannot let your emotions run amok like a faucet that you can't turn off. I'll never forget when she told me that. And so she proceeded to try to get me to understand how to start to control the faucet a little bit more. You can turn it on when you need it, turn it on full speed when you need it, but you also need to know how to turn it off or else it will run amok. Now, I am at the time, well, let's come back to present time. I'm in the midst of explaining this sort of analogy or metaphor to my friend just recently saying, yeah, you know, I I tend to be this way where in this particular case, crying, I couldn't turn it off like a faucet, recalled what Liz told me, and then boom, hit me like a ton of bricks. Okay, guys, listen up. This is where the retro synchronicity comes in. Now see if you can follow me here. On the day in August, this past August, where I had this really crazy, weepy period of time, it occurred to me that that morning, that very same morning, I had a mishap in my bathroom. I had been preparing to to wash my face. And guess what happened? The faucet got stuck, went on full speed, and I couldn't turn it off. Something had happened with the mechanism. It literally uh, went out of whack. And I'm twisting, you know, the lever to try to turn it off. And not only did it not turn off, it, it, it kept spinning around and around. And the faucet was on high speed, wouldn't stop. This went on for, I didn't know what to do. Fortunately, we were able to to get uh, some some tools and uh, a wrench and tighten up what was loose. But faucet couldn't stop; it just kept going on and on, and I couldn't control it. I had to bring in a tool to shut it down. As I was saying this to my friend, talking about 
the other day, I had this moment, brought up the analogy that Liz gave me some 15 years ago about me like a faucet, running amok, can't turn it off. It dawned on me. Look what happened to me the very morning in which I would later be like that faucet that I couldn't turn off. Do you understand where I'm coming from here? This is the retro synchronicity that I'm speaking of. When a synchronicity occurs, but not exactly at the same time. Now, in this case, I would say the synchronicity was coming together in the morning uh, and then completed in the afternoon. Really, to be honest, the synchronicity, the epiphany that it was a synchronicity did not occur to me until two days later. This is what I call time out of whack. This is why I say time as we understand it is just not the true nature of time. Because meaning comes in it, in different, it does not necessarily move linearly. Uh, it can be concurrent. It can, you know, uh, messages can come even years uh, before that you won't recognize as a synchronicity until years later when you need to recognize them. This is what I'm calling a retro synchronicity, guys. I think this is quite interesting. Um. So what do you get out of this? And I'm going to get back to the day, the weeping day, because there were more, it seemed like there were synchronicities within synchronicities and timing and just poignancy uh, in, in that particular day. I'm still thinking about what Liz said. You have to be careful, Alexis. Don't let your emotions run amok like a faucet you can't turn off. Guess what happened that morning? Here's one synchronicity. The sink happened at the sink, the bathroom sink, synchronicity within a synchronicity. I find this amazing. Now, let's, 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 let's connect a couple of dots here, because I think there's just so many things that you can derive from this little illustration, my illustration. When did this happen? This retro synchronicity happened during a retrograde storm. Let's go back to what PMH said here, if I can find throughout the entire time frame mentioned at least five planets will be in retrograde motion between August 7th and August 19th, there will be sixth. And this is unheard of in modern times. And as I said, interestingly, this little meltdown of mine, the uncontrollable faucet, clearly happened somewhere between August 7th and August 19th. A retro synchronicity in retrograde. Is there something to that? Certainly caught my attention as I was going through my notes. And even as I was, you know, tapping some things out, I thought, my God, a sink, synchronicity at the sink, <laughs> a retro synchronicity during retrograde. And again, stunning that it wasn't until I was uh, recounting this little meltdown to a friend, brought up the faucet analogy, that the faucet thing happened. Messages all around. Universe is always speaking if we're listening. What do we, what do we take from this? There are a couple of messages here. I, you know, I think back to my dear friend Liz, who I haven't talked to in years, who reminded me that you need to learn how to control the faucet. You decide the strength that it uh, 
lets the water pour. So I need to work on that because <laughs> it didn't work on this particular day. Of course, we had six planets going against us, I suppose. I, I'm really anxious to find out from all of you, uh, have you particularly during the, this time frame, go back again and listen to PM, what PMH said. Uh, maybe I can even put the text up for you so you can read it and ponder. Oh my gosh, yeah, real crazy stuff happened during this period. Or maybe not, I don't know. Uh, but... The, oh, here's something else I want to mention. Let's let's continue with the, the, the sort of the the theme of that particular day, the day where I I'm going to call it the, the you know the little teary eyed meltdown that my friend said my the Alexis pity party. We all have them on occasion, even though I didn't know where the tears were coming from. But in the midst of the crying, probably at the height of it, the same friend that I just mentioned, who happens to be quite psychic. I'll mention her name, actually. Her name is Sharon Milstein. And she has been on our show quite frequently. In fact, she does our end of the year uh, wrap up and forecast for the new year. Sharon Milstein called me right smack in the middle of my weeping. (laughs) I looked at the phone, saw the caller ID, and I said, it certainly figures. She then said that she, quote, picked up that she needed to call me. Well, needless to say, of course, I had to tell her the whole story. I don't know what's going on. I'm feeling weepy. This is, of course, before I even realized about the faucet retrosynchronicity. So we had a great chat. So that was another sort of interesting dynamic of sort of being very metaphysically heightened at that time, no matter how you slice it. You know, the the, the, the sensitivity, I think, uh, at all levels had peaked during that period of time. So I talked to her for a while. And then... As I'm concluding a call with her, another friend called and proceeded to tell me how she was feeling the need to download her own recent angst. And I then let her know, I guess this is turning into a group pity party. (laughs) You know, if you don't, if I'm not crying, I'm going to laugh because it's really something. These things definitely happen in patterns and they don't come out of the blue. Guys, I really don't think so. So it's it's just a, it's an interesting thing. Retro synchronicity. Have you had one? I certainly have. I, I have another one. I, I think I'm looking at the time. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna save a, another one. Uh, another story I have about my my kitty paws and clover paws, and I, I have written about this, which was a heck of a retro synchronicity that actually happened years apart, but equally, if not even more powerful. I'm going to wind down for now. Um, <laughs> really something. Here, here's something else that I can leave you with. And this is something that uh, another colleague of mine, as I was letting him know that I was going to talk about this today, he said, well, what are you going to leave people with? What, what do they, what can they take from this? And I said, you know, it's a good question. Let me think about this for a moment. But here's what came to mind. If I had not been aware of the things that were happening around me and putting, taking the time to put the pieces together, all of this would have just gone right over my head. I think the message that I would like to leave for for this little anecdote is it is so imperative that we are not only aware of our surroundings and the things, the subtleties that happen throughout our day, uh, but once we are and we can retain the things. I mean, look, these days we're running at such a frenetic pace. People can't remember what they had for lunch, let alone that there was a faucet that they couldn't turn off. I mean, you know, uh, awareness is so key. 
Because I think when you're aware and you make a commitment to mentally retain as much as you can, you can then go into the future and start to put pieces together, connect dots, and then meaning is derived from all of these little pieces that you put together. Be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of the little synchronicities, obviously, that happen in one's life. We all have them. I always say don't go looking for them. Just be aware. Uh, Recognize them when they happen. And when you do, I have a feeling that life will take on a whole new level of meaning for you. Things that seem disparate and disconnected will suddenly with this sort of new approach, makes sense. It all makes sense. And there's still tons of mystery to, to, to explore. But with this retro synchronicity and the fact that I'm even using a term like this makes me think about how, you know, how important it is to recall uh, things that have happened in the past. I say it's not a good idea to live in the past. It's not about living in the past, but recalling and, and documenting, mentally documenting little things that happen and being able to recall them when necessary. And then you say, oh, now I see. Now I see. So that's where I'm going to leave it today. I don't think there was anything else I wanted to mention in this, but powerful, huh? Powerful. PMH's message, powerful. Thank God we're toward the end of this retrograde storm and my retro synchronicity. Listen, before I go, there is one thing I'd like to mention. Uh, I'm heading to the UK. I'm heading over to the UK, going over, flying into London, and uh, we'll be doing a bit of a tour. Uh, I will be in uh, the Manchester area. I will be in Bristol and then uh, finally ending up in Watford, England. Uh, where I'll be doing a bunch of interviews. Uh, We're not necessarily attending a conference, although we are going to be attending a talk in Watford with my dear friend, Mary Rodwell, who I will be interviewing. I'm so excited to reunite with her. It's been mm, just shy of a year that she was here at our home uh, traveling over from Australia. Well, now she's traveled over from Australia to go to England. I will be interviewing her in Watford, England uh, in uh, mid-September. Uh, we have some other great guests uh, coming up, including Steve Mara. I don't know if you know the name Steve Mara. He's well known in the UK for his research into the paranormal um, and related fields uh, and others. I'm going to leave some of them quiet, so a couple of surprises. Shh. But uh, so, yeah, we'll be in the UK. We'll be traveling over there uh, next week. Uh, we will have a, a, a show coming up. And a good one at that, even though we'll be traveling, we'll make sure to have that show posted for you. That show will be featuring my another friend and colleague and a guest who I haven't had on for almost a year and a half, and that's Richard Dolan. We will have Richard Dolan on to discuss the alien abduction phenomenon and all of its nuances. So stay tuned for that. So a bunch of stuff coming up. Traveling over to the UK, Mary Rodwell, Steve Merritt, and others. Richard Dolan coming up next week on Higher Journey. So uh, I'll keep you posted as usual, uh, or I should say as always, make sure you go and visit uh, my Facebook page uh, for latest updates on all things Higher Journey. So with that, I will sign off. And uh, again, speaking of Facebook, got any retro synchronicities you'd like to share? You know where to go facebook.com forward slash higher journeys. All right, journeyers, I will talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in. Take care.